Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar? Uh, it's like an insane asylum around here. It's unbelievable. You know? I, I've seen that. I mean, wow. I, uh, this week, a lot of crazy news. Crazier than crazy. And, uh, but I mean, it's also, you know, we have tons of people wanting, you know, wanting to get the solar installed before the end of the year. And it, it's like a Christmas rush without any Christmas. So it doesn't matter. It's just like New Year's. And so, uh, some people are shocked that we're not working Christmas Day, but we've never worked Christmas Day. So, <laughs> anywho, yes. it's uh, it's like I said, uh, the world has gone cuckoo, and uh, it's I, you know great that everyone wants to get solar going, and sure. we are happy to have them. And then we explain, you know, hey, if you listen to the podcast, which is oh by the way, I just looked and we have ninety thousand downloads, which is just insanity, Un- complete insanity. That's awesome. uh, hello to our friends, not just in the Ukraine, yes. but hello in Bulgaria, the All Philippines, right. Philippines, Philippines, Malaysia, Malaysia. All <laughs> Malaysia. right, yeah, we're getting a huge uh, following out there. So hello, everybody. Yes, uh, and uh, to all my uh, friends in the Philippines, Munga Kapatid. <laughs> so that means we're all friends. We're all, all family. Right. Thank so, you. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's all over the place, crazy. And what Adam is referring to mm. is, uh, recently, uh, we had talked about, uh, kind of some upcoming changes. Uh, well now these changes are uh, happening where PG&E, uh, which is the utility company out here, uh, they uh, want to decrease the net energy metering credit. Mm. And what does that mean? So yeah, I don't know. right now. If somebody has solar and they don't use that power during the day, that excess power goes back to the grid. Okay. And PG&E, uh, they give a retail credit. So if if it's you know thirty cents during the day, PG&E is paying out thirty cents. And cool. if it's fifty cents, like in the height of summer, or fifty-five cents, that's what PG&E is giving a credit on. And that credit can be used later in the day, so at nighttime when the panels aren't producing, or it carries forward to future months. And so uh, PG&E is saying, hey, that's not really fair. We should not have to pay a retail credit. We have a co- you know, we have to pay for the power lines. We have to pay for the computers and all the employees and all their retirement. And uh, they're saying, you know, we <laughs> need to reduce that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot blowing of up towns, blowing yeah. up people, a lot of uh, burning down towns, all sure. that stuff. It's expensive. Uh, it's very expensive. expensive to uh, burn down a town. Yeah. And uh, they are saying, hey, it's not fair. And we need to reduce that that credit. And we want to reduce it to our wholesale rate, uh, which is about three cents a kilowatt hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. So well, luckily, there's tons of competition. <laughs> Wait a second. Can, only one thing people can do, and that's really go solar. So wow. it's, um, it's creating 
uh, a bit of a panic, I would say, out there. Uh, at the, the the part that pg e has going for them is kind of what you just said, is I have no idea what they're talking about with net net energy metering. Ah, okay. And so that part, they, you know, is if people don't understand it, then they won't really argue against it. But um, we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. My prediction, uh, well, and that's the first part of it. PG&E also wants to increase the access fee. Oh, yeah. And, and what that is, is when people go solar out here, uh, instead of charging people on a monthly basis for their power, PG&E will accumulate their debits and credits for the year because in the summer, fall, and spring, they should overproduce. And in the winter, they should underproduce. And sometimes in the summer as well, but because the electricity is... Anyway, so that PG&E nets it for the whole year and they call that a true-up bill. Okay. So during the year, people get a bill for their natural gas. That's normal. And then they get an electricity bill that's generally like $11 a month. And people are like, woohoo, I have $11 PG&E bill. They don't really look at the, the next pages <laughs> that uh -oh. shows the solar accumulation. Well, that $11, PG&E wants to increase that uh, a ton. And what they're saying is, you know, it's not fair to the non-solar customers that they're subsidizing the solar oh, customers. We knew this was coming. We knew, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all it's all very predictable for sure. Oh, yeah. And the solar people are saying, hey, you know, we... You know we're doing our part. You know we we you know is this climate change real or is it not real? You know PG&E, what are you, what are you doing here? We're giving and power to PG&E. I mean giving, that's what they say too. Yeah, they, they get free power. And yeah. oh, and PG&E, I thought you don't make any money off of the generation of power, just off the distribution. So, um, anywho, uh, okay. PG&E's costs have increased as we've right. determined, sure. and they want the solar customers to pay their fair their fair share, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And so they want to increase that to a minimum of $48 a month. Uh, and that's pretty substantial. It goes from wow. $11 to 40, 48. Oh, man. And so some people could be, you know, if they have high electricity bills, they could be in the 100 to $200 a month. So, wow. And then not even producing their own power. So, pretty crazy. Uh, and so, so my prediction is the, NENI, the NEM 3.0 will be approved. And I think okay. it did get at least preliminary approval, oh boy. but I don't think this access fee charge is going to go through. So we'll see. It's always crazy. Never, never a dull moment in the world of solar. Okay. I got to stop you. So for that number one, the, the NEM change, yep. right? If I'm thinking about going solar, you know, I'm like, okay, next year, April or whatever, when I'm going to go solar, now I have to be thinking I'm going to have to be that I'm going to basically have to put up more solar to offset this increase, right? Do you know what that percentage could be of more solar? I'd say 15%. And yes, okay. uh, plan on increasing more. So, uh, And if you're in that group that is considering solar, uh, it's probably, you know, probably going to be in the NEM 3.0 right. range because most solar companies are kind of booked out. And uh, we're hearing most solar companies are booked out uh, 90 to 120 days. So that's kind of putting us in the April time frame. And so this, oh, uh, from what we're hearing, that the NEM 3.0 could be implemented as soon as April, but also could be you know pushed out until 2023 to give the, you know, the industry a little time to adjust. And uh, they're not great on that, <laughs> that oh. little notice part. So... You know, they want people to jump up and down and, and protest and everything. But uh, 
you know, it's kind of what you said in the beginning is that it's great to be a monopoly and uh, PG&E's got, you know, they have these costs. They got bills, man. They got bills too. They got big bills. (laughs) And, you know, and that's all, you know, the, the, the billions of dollars they're paying out for the lawsuits is one thing, but they're looking at just insane amount of, I, I can't even, the capital because they need to replace a lot of the power poles and the power lines and they need to replace a lot of the underground gas lines and replacing those gas lines is a million dollars a foot. So if you think about how many, how many miles of uh, gas lines that are underneath, uh, you know, cities and everything and where people wow. live. That's, uh-huh. it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, I, I shudder to think at how much money they have to come up with, but um, yeah, they, they won't come up with it on their own. They got, they got to keep charging for it. So it's, uh, it, it's one thing, but they've also kind of flexed their muscles the last couple of years too on, uh, you know, what happens, what would happen if PG&E did go out of business? And that means they're turning off the power and, uh, you know, that's not great for anybody either. So, wow. Um, they would yeah. cut power to the fifth largest economy in the world. Well, or they motivate people, you know, it's, if they reduce the net energy metering credit, it is going to motivate people to go. So batteries will be a key component, uh, you know, where people can store that power in their battery and then have it available at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And previous uh, podcasts, I always said, it's not a great idea. It doesn't make any financial sense. Well, come 2023, it may make a lot of financial sense. So wow. we'll see how it goes. Really? But I really wanted to end, you know, okay. traditionally, you know, I've been in this business now 13 years, which feels like 130 years. Uh, but uh, your face doesn't look it oh, <laughs> on the inside, on the inside. Uh, if you cut me in half, you'd probably see 130 lines anyway. Um, awesome. So solar has had uh, carrots and sticks. So the carrots are generally the incentives that the government or PG&E would give to help encourage solar adoption. The stick part of it is kind of the same motivation, way more effective, and that's when electricity prices go through the roof. So now what we're seeing is the carrot side is going to go down. So what do you think is going to happen to the stick side? <laughs> Obviously, pounding the heads of <laughs> the little rabbits. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, those rabbits are non-solar customers. So yes. those people are going to see insane electricity. My prediction anyway, they're going to see just if they're paying, you know, $300 a month, I could see that going to $750 a month, which is, you know, when people hit that pain point much faster. And even though solar will be more expensive and the benefits will be less, it's better than getting the stick. And so uh, PG&E has, uh, has telling everyone, don't make me go get the stick, but they're, they're planning on it anyway. So uh, I think we'll be following this situation much more closely. Uh, no bad time to go solar out there. And for the people, you know, our friends in Bulgaria and Ukraine and everything, California is kind of leading the way on solar. So uh, this may be just a precursor for the rest of the country and the rest wow. of the world. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, utilities are not big fans of solar. I would say that. <laughs> Shocking. Kind of, yeah, I know. They're not big fans. So, uh, the more people can get off of natural gas and generate their own power and generate their own battery system, uh, you know, it probably is a good, good long-term solution. And, uh, we'll talk about strategies for that going forward. 
Wow. Okay. We're going to wrap it up there. Jamie, we're good? All right. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for taking another 11, 12 minutes out of your day to listen to us here at Straight Talk SolarCast. If you have a question for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. Go to our Facebook page, Straight Talk SolarCast. Send us a message through there. We'll be sure to answer it on an upcoming episode. And if you have a question about solar that you might not, that you think, ah, maybe they covered it. I mean, Jamie's been doing this podcast for years. So go to our website. It's called solarharmonics.com. Click on the podcast uh, link at the top of the menu, and you will be taken to a library of past shows. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, it'd be great if you stop right now, give us a review. And then refer us to some friends who are thinking about going solar because this will save them thousands upon thousands of dollars over the course of their lifetime, which is always a good thing. Talk to you later, everybody. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.